Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What's going on, folks? Welcome to another Tales from the Hood mini shows. I'm Alvin Williams. Right beside me is my partner in true crime, Francel Evans. What up? We're here to bring you guys some emails from across the world, honestly. We've been yeah. getting a flooding of emails from people that from touch all corners of the earth. This is all this has been such a fun experience and like a, a fulfilling experience to be like a conduit for people to just go, I'm going to write this into the universe and send it off to these people. And if they read it, they do. Yeah. And if they don't, they don't. And but it's cathartic for me to just kind of get it out of me and Which is put, it, put it out into the world. Yeah. And sometimes you hear it read and that's the fun little twist of like, and my favorite podcast read my words. Yeah. But I'm happy that we get to be that for somebody. For, for the, like a lot of the emails that we get, it's like, if you guys read this, that'd be cool. But if not, that's cool too. Like, I, I, that's fine. Yeah. It just feels good to, you know, put this out into the world. And you know what's healthy? What? Clarity. Hey Amen. You preach on that. Yeah. <laughs> nothing better than clarity yes nothing better than clarity um and yeah that's what we're here to bring we're here to bring laughs clarity and um i don't know i don't even know the th- je ne sais quoi i don't even know what the third thing is but mm. we bring it whatever it is we bring it yes. like you can't even describe it or put it into words no. you know it just is what it is we just bring it we just bring it bring it on yeah great movie anyway friend um <laughs> as you know it's affirmative murder at gmail.com I'm saying that to the listeners now affirmative murder at gmail.com tales from the hood if you have any stories of you, you know uh, crazy neighbors. Um, we mentioned about like revenge, not murder revenge, but you know the. Um, well, I would hope I don't think they would be able to. They wouldn't be sending us the, <laughs> or like you almost got revenge, yeah. like you did something to somebody and they tried to get revenge on you. But more specifically, what I'm talking about is a lighthearted revenge, like in uh, Pretty Woman, mm-hmm. where somebody treated you like you were something that you're not, and then they see you again and you have the upper hand. Mm. money in your pocket and yeah. they don't they need a job and you have the job you're the person giving the interview any of those kind of things those are just like satisfying for the petty in me yeah and um so whatever kind of stories though please feel free tales from the hood affirmative murder at gmail.com we would love to hear from you fran we're gonna get into an email though okay this one is from a listener named sarah um and the email reads hello alvin and fran my name is sarah i'm from finland 
not Helsinki or Lapland, but somewhere between on the West Coast. But yeah, somewhere in between on the West Coast. My hometown has a population of about 20,000 people. But despite its size, it's no stranger to violent crime. Besides the multiple stabbings in a local park where all the kids get drunk and drug-related crime. Is that like a hangout? Hangout spot? Yeah, like a, you know, like, like, um, like where people go to neck. You know, like mm. kiss, you know, you know, lover's lane type of thing is what I'm picturing. Or yeah. just like a dirtbag park. I don't really know. Either one. <laughs> Drink some schnapps. Um, but yeah, so other than uh, a sta- some, sta- uh, some stabbings that happened at a park and drug-related crime, in 2017, a middle-aged man was shot in the back of the head and dismembered the next day. Shit. His body parts were found in plastic bags in the vicinity of the apartment building, and rumor has it that his head was found in a baby carriage. What? Right? Anyway, there's another story I want to tell you. All right, that's it. That's where we're going to... All right, we're going to leave it there. Okay. So you're just going to... You're just, just going to drop that bomb and move on. Yeah. Anyway, she hit us uh, with it anyway. A head and a baby carriage. a baby carriage. carriage. Is it like... Is it, was it wrapped up in blankets? Because that's... Oh, crazy. like... 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 It's covered up like you're like, oh, is that a baby? Yeah. No, 47-year-old man. <laughs> head. Yeah. That's terrifying. The reveal of that? Whew, wow. Very seven. Man. Yeah, but here we go. Anyway, there's another story I want to tell you guys. And as you can deduce from the title, I was friends with the victim. So here we go. First, a little background. Let's call my friend Jennifer. Her and I were in the same preschool class until I moved to another neighborhood and a new school. We were reunited in seventh grade and became very close friends. Jennifer had quite a tough life. She'd suffered from an eating disorder for for years by the time we were reunited, and she had problems with her parents. She didn't talk about it much, but she was always very sweet, caring and selfless with her friends. Her friendships were the most important thing in her life, and she spent most of her time with her many friends instead of at home with her parents. In 2016, when we were in high school, Jennifer got into a car accident while driving her scooter with another of her friends. Apparently, the car ignored a stop sign and hit them at high speed, Mm. causing Jennifer to go into a coma as a result. Mm. Fortunately, she awoke a week later, but the right side of her body was paralyzed from the accident. Jeez. After months and months of rehabilitation, she was finally able to walk again, although with a limp, which clearly affected her mental state. Yeah, yeah, you know. You're just different now. Yeah. That could fuck with you. You can't grab a glass like you used to be able to do it. That's 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 gotta be tough to come to um, terms come to grips with. After the accident, Jennifer was still sweet and caring, but more distant and quiet than before. Her parents insisted she was fine, and despite clear signs of depression, they didn't allow her to go into therapy, which is really cruel. You know, therapy is a great tool for getting over traumatic experiences, like a really fucked up car accident. So, yeah, don't, don't do that, parents out there. And also people who are adults, don't be afraid of therapy. Uh, she started hanging out with some shady people some of which were known drug users and or drug dealers, and she started drifting apart from her friend group. At first, we tried to keep her close and help her, but eventually just let her go with her new sketchy friends. Friends is in quotations. As it seems that that's what she wanted. Eventually, we didn't see much of her, and after our graduation in 2018, my this is a young person. After our, our graduation in 2018, my contact with her basically was non-existent. Honestly, I didn't even have the energy to fight for our friendship as I was struggling with my mental health and losing my grandfather at the, t- at the time, which understandable. You're young. Everybody's got their own set of problems. Everybody's a little self-centered at a young age. That's not that's not on you. Um, in October of 2019, I woke up to my phone blowing up. It was our group chat freaking out about some shooting in Jennifer's apartment building earlier that morning. 
The news traveled fast. And in an hour, it was confirmed that it was, in fact, Jennifer that had been shot in her apartment and mm. that she died on her way to the hospital. What I've gathered, gathered from the news articles since then is that she was doing drugs in her apartment with two older men, one in his 50s and one who was the offender in his mid-30s. The offender had apparently bought an illegal gun on the black market and had fired the gun once out of the window and twice inside the apartment. One of the shots hitting Jennifer in the head. Wow. The other man had called 112, and the shooter had disposed of the gun in a lake 10 kilometers away. The gun was later recovered by police. Drugs included cocaine and amphetamines were found in both the men's systems as well as Jennifer's. Apparently, the offender was a known drug dealer in the area. He claimed that the gun was malfunctioning and it had misfired inside the apartment. Come on, this sure. misfired three times. Yeah. Uh, basically saying that shooting and killing my friend was a mere accident. The police confirmed that the gun was, in fact, malfunctioning. But why exactly it was pointed at Jennifer's head yeah. when it happened? Yeah. The offen- shot in the foot or the like leg. Yeah. Or something. Like, okay. Come on, man. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. Headshot. Mm-hmm. He was being silly with the gun and playing around. And that's me speculating. He yeah. could have just done this in cold blood. We don't know. But the, the, apparently the gun was malfunctioning. But it doesn't. Sarah brings up a good point. So does Fran. Which is why was it pointed at somebody's head? Yeah. The offender's house was burned down a couple weeks before Jennifer's murder, and there were rumors that she was involved, but nothing had been confirmed. The offender was sentenced to four years without parole and aggravated manslaughter, several drug offenses, and DUIs in 2021. Hmm. Jennifer's parents and the prosecutor appealed the sentence. The prosecutor had originally tried to get 10 to 11 years without parole. Hmm. And last week at the end of February 2023... He was given one additional year to his four-year sentence. That's it? Hmm. And she, Sarah goes on to say, honestly, five years is still way too little for killing my friend, plus all the other shit he's done. Um, looks like he'll be released in three years. Man, he got it easy. Very easy. Slapping I think that, him. you know, I don't, you know, I'm sure there's worse prisons. I know there's worse prisons in the world, like in Russia and in South America. But as far as like sentencing, I think America has some of the harshest sentencing laws, like 20 years for this, 15 years for that, life for this. Like, life isn't a common thing in a lot of places. Like, 20 years is kind of most, a lot of countries, developed countries, have mac, like maximum sentences. And it, it, does it depend on how old you are? I don't know that part, but I feel like in the UK, murder is like 20 years, depending on how bad it was. But it's like 20 years is kind of what we throw at people for the really bad stuff. Where you might get 20 years for like a gun possession charge here in, in the United States, depending on how bad it was. If you had strikes or anything like that. So it's, hmm. it's just a little, but it doesn't matter. Five years for shooting somebody in the head is insane. Yeah. Jennifer's death was a huge blow and a shock to our friend group. What made it all even harder was the fact that we didn't get to say goodbye to her as her parents banned any of her friends from attending the funeral. Wow. Is, yeah. Did she... I don't know if I missed. Did she say it was a it was a, a text? Uh, group? Yeah, it was a text group that like somebody got shot at Jennifer's apartment. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't. Okay, I was. I didn't know if it was she was involved in the text group. I'm like, that's well, she was. Oh, Jennifer. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I don't think so because they had drifted apart as yeah, friends. I was like, okay, that was that would be sad. Yeah, that's very. I mean, it's all very sad, but that would be. Yeah, yeah. they had drifted apart. They weren't gotcha. seeing her really. Yeah. She went down a path that you know led to her demise, unfortunately. 
It's safe to say that Jennifer would have been fuming at their decision since her friends were the most important thing in her life. Not a year after Jennifer's death, our friend group had broken apart and most of us moved away from this hellhole. I've thought about the time leading to Jennifer's death a lot over the years, and I can't stop feeling guilty for not trying to help her more. I don't, you know, that's, yeah, you, don't, yeah, you don't, don't hang up on, don't hang up. You can't hang up on stuff like that. But I get what you're saying, but you can't hang up on stuff like that. People have to make their own decisions, and that's not on you. Who knows? Maybe if we didn't drift apart before her death, she wouldn't have been with those men that night or even been mixed in with those circles in the first place. I apologize if this was too long or a bummer, but I had to tell someone since I couldn't stop thinking about it since the killer's sentence was extended. And who better to send this to than the funniest guys in true crime? I'm reading her words, people. This is what she's saying, okay? Fran, confirm? Yeah. Okay. Exclamation point on the um, funniest guys in true crime. She really means it. And I don't disagree with Thank her. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I've learned so much from you guys, and I always laugh out loud when I listen to you. My partner thinks I'm insane, in quotes. Um, I mean, in parentheses, thanks for an amazing podcast. Keep it up. All my best, Sarah. Um, you can use my name. So I did say it before I got <laughs> to that part, but yeah. hey, I was right. Yeah. So that works out. Sarah, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, thank you for trusting us enough to share your experience with us. That was really beautiful. And I really hope that you can someday let that burden off your shoulder. Cause that's, you know, that's not on you. Yeah. You know, that wasn't your fault. So, yeah. Prayers to you. Hope you're doing all right. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. All right, we're going to jump into another email. Fran, this one is from Carlin. Okay. Like that name. And the header is Kidnapped. Ooh. Tale from the Hood. So here we go. Let's that get into it. She was kidnapped? We, we're going to fucking find out right now, my guy. Um, hi, Alvin. Hi, Fran. My name is Carlin. I'm a big fan of the pod, a Leo, and I'm from Pomp- uh, Pompano Beach, Florida, home of Kodak Black. <laughs> Guy. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, yeah, the guy, that guy makes some good music. <laughs> Despite the hate y'all give us Floridians, y'all are hilarious. Keep it up. I wanted to tell you about the time I was kidnapped. LOL. Well, all right. Okay. Let's see how this. Yeah. Okay. All right. LOL. So you know, let's see, see how this goes. I asked my mom to sign me up for gymnastics because I was going to be the next Dominique Dawes, okay. but she said it cost too much, so I convinced her to sign me up for a little league cheerleading instead. A lot of the kids nearby would play little league football slash cheerleading, and I lived in an, I lived near the park, but I didn't go to school with the kids in the neighborhood. I went to a predominantly white private school, so the only time I saw any of them was at the football fields. So I was I wasn't very popular. You know, you go into different schools, and the kids that you're friends with at your school don't live in your neighborhood. Yeah. So that's interesting. 
At the end of football season, the team would usually take a trip. This year, we went to St. Petersburg, Florida. Okay. My mom felt my coach was a good chaperone, so she could let her let me go with her. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, like a trip by yourself at a young age. This is like I don't I I didn't catch an age. I follow the bus. Yeah, yeah, I'll be yeah, there. I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah. So yeah. So they so she was accompanied by chaperone to St. Uh, you know the, the coach chaperone to St. Peter's, Petersburg, Florida. The hotel we stayed in was now ran over by close to 100 kids and a few coaches and parents. So there were parents there. There was also this scruffy white guy staying there. We were told to stay away from him because he was a child molester Uh-oh. and drove the white raper man van in the parking lot. Wow. Okay. I wonder who told them so that. So he know he knows this is a hot spot. I'm, so, I'm sorry to hate, Ooh, hate to say yeah, that, yeah, that term, but. Like this is where all the football teams stay, this yeah, hotel. Yeah. He's familiar with that. that for location. sure. For sure. It's not a coincidence that this is, he's staying at the hotel in the middle of a highway in, in some, St. Petersburg, Florida. Piece of shit. Uh, van. Rusted van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gross got, guy. Uh, fucking. Does it have windows? Vans have windows on them? A raper man van? I would assume got it curtains, doesn't have. Got curtains on the back. I would assume it doesn't window. have any windows at all. Oh. To have curtains on your those two windows. In or, the back. Or in the, or in the, the windshield? No, nah, you're sick. Yes. You're a sick guy. You close the windshield with, dra- <laughs> with drapes? No, nah, you're, you're into some deeply dark yeah. shit up in that van. If got you, carpet in there. No, no, this is a sick van. Anyway, while there, we took the ride over to Bush Gardens in Tampa, Florida. I got on the bus and went towards the back of the bus with the more popular kids. You know, trying to fit in because, you know, yeah. they weren't that's very where, popular. That's where you go. That's where you go. It's, it's weird. We have, uh, I don't know if this was a, this was a comedic bit. I, w- I want to give credit, but I can't. But it's like. You know, the civil rights era did so much to black people and yeah. subjugating us to the worst things in the world. Only for kids in my generation to love sitting sit in the back, in the back. Of, the bu- back of the bus. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the favorite. Thing. It's like where the cool kids sit. Yeah. But it's like, is that programming? Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to yeah. think about it that yeah. way. You, we don't tend to think about shit that way because yeah. we always go, black people have this magical power to go, we're going to flip this shit and make it cool. Yeah. So maybe we flipped sitting in the back of the bus to be cool and just, you know, took the negativity off of it yeah because we love it I, I, it's instincts for me go right to the I just go right to the back of the bus yeah but like why am i doing that friend i don't know Damn. not now no not now i don't not feel now. i don't feel forced but no. like it's it could be programming yeah that's fucking deep man shit fucking blew my own mind just now yeah shit i'd rather sit in front you'd rather sit in the Nowadays, front days i'll sit in the front well, yeah, because we're not young anymore. That's just riffraff back there. Yeah, kids playing music off their phones. That's doing we still do sit in the back, huh? We still do sit in the back. We not sure. We shuttle bus. We yeah. get on a shuttle bus to go, go to the right airport. To the we go right to the back of the bus, bro. We, we go right to the last the seat. In the back. We go right to the last seat in the back. We're like by the, the little exhaust thing in the back of yeah. the back of the. We're the we back. always go to the. We're back. at the furthest back of the bus you can get. I don't know what you were talking about. You prefer to sit. Yeah, in the back. That's yeah. a lie, man. <laughs> I've been sat in the back with you within the last right, year. Let me go, go right, right to the back, man. That's what we do. We are programmed. Yeah, man. Shit, we go. It's not even the thought. I'm not like you want to go sit in the front or the back. We both know. Right to the back. So, so um, uh, here we go. Um, this part is in parentheses where it says, this part is what I was told by others. Oh, boy, here we go. After returning from Bush Gardens, everyone exited the bus. After like 10 minutes, one of the girls asked, where's Carlin? My coach then had all of her cheerleaders line up so that she could count them one by one. I, uh, and, but I was gone. She alerted one of the other coaches who counted her cheerleaders as well and nothing. They checked our rooms. They checked our cheerleaders' rooms. And now all of the coaches were searching. Oh. They searched the football players' rooms. There was a boy I started talking to on the trip named Adam. They grilled him. Where is she? 
Where is she? Like Batman. He's like, I don't know. She's not um, she's not in my pocket. This kid, you know, he's trying to be funny. All right, fucking, I'll fuck you up, kid. We're looking for a kid. Gets all like fucking detective shit. Yeah. Look, where's the fucking kid? He's a kid. Um, they searched the parents' rooms, and at this point, the football team and the cheerleaders had joined in as well. A few of the football coaches even forced the scruffy child predator to let them check his room. Ooh. Why did he have a room? Because it's a hotel. But it wasn't I mean, all booked up. I know up. why he has a room. Mm-hmm. It was like, why was he there? Yeah. Well, you know, listen, we <laughs> I know why, and I know why he's there. It's just like, but it's like, but we don't know that. We're not at the end of the story. This guy might have nothing to do with it. But it is weird for you to be at the place where all the cheerleaders and the football kids go on their way to like the the regionals. Yeah. That those are usually like a known hotel right. where they give you like cheaper blocks and stuff. It's like known where all the field trips stay at this hotel. So. It is a bit of a red flag. He it early. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's the same time every year. He's like, it's almost July. Cheerleader season. Um, but yeah, so um, they checked the creepy guy's hotel grounds, and they checked cars, vans, trucks, and they questioned the kids who was like, they think I got back on the bus from Bush Gardens. So nobody's really sure. They contacted Bush Gardens to make sure no kid was left behind. At this point, we have to contact her mom. This is, that's so what my, they're okay, saying gotcha. about okay, her. Gotcha. Yeah. How do we tell her that we've lost her kid? She's really choosing to really go right in, go into like first person yeah. or third. I don't know. First, this is first person, I believe. And it threw me off, but I get it now. Um, how do we tell her that we've lost her kid? What if she's kidnapped? Everyone was frantic. Wait, kid- this is third person though, right? When you're talking about yourself? Is that third person? No, I think it's first. Ooh. But that's not what she's doing. What she's doing is speaking as somebody else. And I think that's first person or second person. I thought it was third person. Is it third person? I thought third person is like, Alvin isn't doing that. That's not what she's doing? That's not what she's doing. She's going, I wonder where Carlin is. Okay, that's not third person. Yeah. That's, I think that's first person. Okay. Anyway, grammar, right? Yeah. Um, but shout out to the girl that was like, where's Carlin? Yeah, somebody, her. yeah, it was like, it was like a home alone. Like, yeah. no, it was somebody, somebody had to notice that the kid wasn't there. So, everyone was frantic, kids began to cry, and the search goes on for a couple of hours. Finally, one coach said, everyone line up next to the bus, and we will do a final count before we call her mom, because they're like, I don't want to have to call somebody's mom and tell them, fucking, your kid's gone? And you trusted me? Ooh, man. Back to me. I awaken. Ooh, shit. Oh, this is okay, Carlin. Back to me. I awaken in a dark place. I realize that I am all alone. I get up, stretch, and mentally prepare for what's next. I'm already the black girl who talks white. They are so about to pick on me even more. Sigh. I make my way to the door. As it opens, instead of laughter, I am greeted by hugs and kisses from everyone. Hmm? It's so great to see you. I'm glad you're okay. We were about to call the cops. I was about to call your mom. We just knew the raper man had kidnapped you. I look at Adam's face, which was, <laughs> which was anger and relief. So now I'm confused as shit. It turns out, and I'm going to say this in my South Florida tongue. Those badass jits was sitting there talking and laughing with me on the back of the bus, but no one thought to wake my ass up after I fell asleep on the way back from Bush Gardens. She fell asleep on the back of the bus. Wow. Did they not check all the roads? Hold on, let me, let me finish. It was only during the last lineup that the kids who were tapping on the side of the bus woke me up and the driver had to come back to, the, back to open the door. Till this day, I always check the back of the bus. On my next email, I'll tell you about my great aunt, the serial killer. Thanks for reading. Wow, what a cliffhanger right there. Damn. So apparently, Carlin fell asleep on the back of the bus, and when people went to check the bus, they didn't see her? 
So she wasn't kidnapped. She wasn't kidnapped. So it was all a facade and a and a misdirect. Yeah. Well also, played, Carlin. Yes. Also, I had the same scare. Sophia did the same thing. You, like I last, do remember this last year. How did that? She fell asleep on the bus. She fell asleep on the bus, and they didn't. And her bus is the last stop. Mm. Our bus stop is the last stop, and they didn't check. And the, did they take her to like the, check, the bus? She slot? ended up like going because like. Cause like elementary school, then they did, then they do like another run of like got something it. Else. some other school, so maybe middle school or something, something like that. Yeah. So then some other kids got on and was like, "Hey, is somebody asleep?" Sophie back woke up by then, mm. but it was like this child was still on the bus, yeah. And now you have to go back and drop. So it was like it was a whole, yeah. That's terrifying, man. Yeah, yeah her parents would have man. Yeah, that call when they're like, "What do you mean you lost my child?" That's a man. fucking. I mean, you you know from first hand. Oh yeah. So I mean, like, that's crazy. Oh yeah. So did you get a call like we don't know where she is, or you the call was she's on the bus, we gotta find the bus? No, it was no because Steph told me it was like Sophie didn't get I'm at the bus. She didn't she get, didn't off, get the bus. off the bus. Okay. And I gotta run home. It's like, all right, I'm driving everywhere. I'm going through I'm going through red lights, speed yeah. and everything. I'm like, cause then I'm like, well, why don't why how is this not like a procedure? Why right. is this not like what's the normal? next steps? Why does why is it your just last, on us now? Right. To, your last stop is should should be to look to check all roads. Make sure the bus is empty. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, what? No, I was hot. That's crazy. I was hot. That's crazy. Man. Yeah, but that's terrifying though. As a parent, that's terrifying. Yeah, man, that's fucking. Oof. All right, well, folks, um, I, I I don't think we can top that one. So what we're gonna do is I'm gonna let you know that affirmative murder at gmail is where you can send in your stories to get be a part of the tales from the hood universe, the multiverse, the ever expanding world that we are building here. I I love that you guys feel comfortable enough to express to us the things that have happened to you in your life. And please continue doing it and expand it. Tell us. We've gotten so many crazy emails about lovers, quarrels, and yeah. real like life or death, I survive type of stories. Like, it's just been so crazy and wild and entertaining and, and, and meaningful to hear from you guys. And that's great. So, again, affirmativemurder at gmail.com, Tales from the Hood. Also, um, I think that I'm going to start doing updates on the Patreon for these emails so if you have emailed in before and you want to see this has happened but I, we haven't read many of them but if you have like updates that you would like to send in please send those in as tales from the hood update and then i will be reading those updates maybe on like a, a, a patreon exclusive kind of where are they now type of situation so okay. please feel free to you know we want to we want to let you sometimes you leave people on a cliffhanger they want to know well, what what are the what's the follow-up yeah. you know sometimes we get pictures and stuff we ask for things like that those will be for the patreon so please, tales from the hood at affirmative. I mean, affirmative murder at gmail.com, Tales from the hood, and if you have sent us any emails before, tales from the hood update in the um, description so that we can uh, know to filter those out and have those be a part of the you know tales from the hood kind of like point one one point five episodes that we do on Patreon. We are thankful to you guys. You know, please get us in your emails whenever you um, think of something that's crazy that's happened to you that you want to get off your chest because this is the place to do it. We're happy to hear from you guys, and we're very appreciative. Fran, let them know before we get out of here. Always be on the lookout, and don't fall asleep on the bus. Don't fall asleep on the bus! Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 